Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. You took me from a game of Stump. Oh, I love Stump. Hi, Casey. He says hi. Hi. Yeah, me and me and Meg and her brother were just playing a game of Stump in her backyard. I love Stump. It's one of my, I want to get a big Stump for our backyard. We have a dead tree back there, but we have to cut it in half to do it. Yeah, we were playing earlier, and the, the weather this weekend has been uh, soggy, I guess is the best way to put it. That is a good way to put it. And a, a couple hits on the stump, and the whole stump just crumbled. Like, oh, this one's not gonna work. But we found this is a, a good waterlogged one. stump. Yeah. This is not a good stump. Yeah, uh, we found a good one. We got a good, good game in just right before we started this. Oh, at least you got one. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry for anyone listening at home. If you hear birds, I'm walking. We're walking the dog. Yeah, I'm currently stepping away from a Fourth of July party at Meg's house. <laughs> we really should like plan things better, huh? Yeah, this is how it should be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so how are you? How are things? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. This is this has been a wild weekend. My my parents are camping like 15 minutes from Meg's house, which is the only reason we're doing any of this stuff. They were like, well, if you're going to be up there this weekend, you should come hang out with us. So <laughs> like, all right, I guess we're going up there this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we, we hung out with them, got like super drunk with them yesterday and then getting super drunk with her family today. And yay, America. <laughs> Yay, America. I wrote a week, uh, work email today and I just included Hulk Hogan playing guitar in front of a flag. <laughs> nice. And I feel like that's my celebratory post for the day. Beautiful. You did it. Yes. Uh, but how do we get into this episode? I, I have no idea. There's no smooth transition. There's none, right? This episode is insanity, right? Yeah, this episode... Um... I don't want to point out that it's our 69th episode and then it flips the script and making those jokes, but kind of yes. happened by accident. It really, yeah, we did not mean to do that. Yeah. I mean, we, we booked, we booked Greg gathered who, who I, I, I love and adore. He's a great friend yes. of mine. And this is officially his first time on the show. I don't care what anyone says. That's right. And, and full disclosure for, for the, the fans listening who might be confused by the process. While while yes, we do decide the emotion at random, it is not randomly decided when you hear it. So, so I knew going in what this episode was going to be, but George, had I didn't. no idea. <laughs> we had to flip a little bit of the script and, oh, excuse me, sorry, bombs. Um, it's, it's, I, there was a long period of silence from my end of this episode because I was just floored by what yeah. we were doing <laughs> yeah, a, a couple weeks ago at the uh what was potentially going to be the last grape show i i saw greg and we were catching up and he was telling me about this new hobby he had where he <laughs> was role-playing as members of british parliament and then one of one of the choices he had for his randomly decided emotions was intrigued um it just fit too perfectly <laughs> he he brought in friends this is where he told his wife for the first time that this is what he does when she goes to bed. <laughs> yeah, we have a like, and I think one of my favorite parts is uh, Al- Alana? Alana? Alana, Alana, yeah. Alana. It's my favorite part of this episode is Alana just yelling at him about it while he's trying yeah. to explain his hobby. <laughs> you, you get to see somebody. Al- Alana is a very funny and very thoughtful person. And you, you 
you get to experience her experiencing this for the first time. <laughs> and it, is, it, is, it is awesome. And like, uh, also, uh, we, we had Greg's friend Janet on the show who, yes, she, she, she showed up just to, uh, act out some of the role-playing for us and, and we a welcome that. addition to the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was great. This, uh, I think this, this whole episode, episode is, is, yeah. I, I believe what you wrote afterwards when you texted me was holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things I've been friends with Greg for a long time and I, I knew what this was going to be, but then having to host it was overwhelming. <laughs> I, I, I knew from the jump and it actually came off without a hitch. So like, all of my, my anxieties of all the moving pieces of this episode, it, it came off without a hitch and it is a super fun episode, a little on the longer side. If, if you want to hear the act outs, those are all in the second half of the episode. The first half yes. of the episode covers all of the things that we're talking. The first house, the first half of this episode is me awestruck and his wife mad at him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, fireworks again. All right, it, we're good. it blows my mind that you're you're hearing fireworks because I can see the sun still. <laughs> yeah, this is just for people that like the noise. This is fireworks <laughs> yeah. for deaf folks. Oh, that is not me. Or, I or hate. blind folks. The other day we were hanging out on a roof and I could see fireworks without hearing fireworks. And I was like, oh, I guess fireworks are kind of cool. <laughs> I still, I still, my favorite fireworks joke is uh, Pete Holmes being like, uh, I feel this way, like how I look at fireworks where I just sit on a bank on 4th of July and be like, wow, I wish I felt anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go feel something watching fireworks and enjoy your your new life with your fiance. Oh yeah. Which, I'm engaged. Which thank yeah. Yeah. Thankfully we talk about that a little bit in the episode. So I don't feel like we have to get into it now. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. It's my life. Congratulations. Go thank enjoy you. it. Uh, <laughs> She's giving me a very mad face. Yeah. Greg is financial guru, Greg Gethard on Instagram. That's the only plug we need. Wait, that's a different dude. Apparently. Wow. But yeah, that's all you need to know. Here's the episode. Enjoy. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm engaged. Sorry, I forgot. Greg, how are you? I'm good, Dan. How are you? I, I'm, I'm fantastic. I, I, I've been really riding high here lately. Like, everything's going great. What, what? George. Hi. You're, you're coming off some, some incredibly exciting news that we will talk about a little bit in the intro. But Okay. But... Just to, to keep this on, on an, a level path before I, it gets to where I know it's going. How are you, dude? It's, I, I have no words anymore. <laughs> I, I'm sorry we broke you prior to... <laughs> it's all right. Uh, for those listening at home, I asked Casey to marry me on Tuesday, and she said yes. And I oh, thought... Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I, I thought... I would like do it and then, you know, maybe we'd go out to eat and then it would be done. But it has been continuous hours of already planning shit. Mm. I'm so exhausted. I almost yeah. didn't show up today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that 
that that is an off to the races thing, especially with creative people. They're like all of a sudden the ideas are just flowing and you're like this, mm-hmm. this, 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 what else? Yeah, no, it's, uh, and even to the point where like, I just want to take it, like all my anxiety was up until that moment. And then all her excitement and anxiety took over as soon as I, mine was done. Right. So mm-hmm. it's just, I've, I've just lifted and pawned it off on someone else essentially. And then I pull up to my house after a long day of work where I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to go inside. Like I'm done, which is funny because that's what she said to me the day before I proposed. She was like, tomorrow, <laughs> can we not do anything? I'm so tired. Uh, so I You're such of, a good listener. <laughs> I ruined her Tuesday. <laughs> so, so, George, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I believe I am the only married person on the call. Yes. We'll probably at some point hear my wife in the background as she was. Hi, Lana. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so um just when like the phase you're in like the recently engaged phase and everything um so i have some advice this, Brad, how um, many years have we been married 14 wow look at you yeah wow. now, years and uh, like, now, now this advice so, is more yeah, she was so ready to be mad <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like a 50 50 guess like it was like i was like i know it's a teen yeah, it's not five. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it's a multiple of five because for some reason those are well re- remembered. Yeah, 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 those get documented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So George, so George, yes. like my my advice, right, is this, and this is honest, honest advice, right? Because I know this is feel feelings and everything, but um, as stressful as as it is and everything, um, make make sure you you enjoy it. Make sure the two of you enjoy it, and you enjoy every every part of it, right? Like, yeah. Planning a wedding, like are you, if you're gonna, I mean, now it's even it's com- so complicated with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are, you know, planning on like having a reception hall or doing like something kind of like that, or you know, um, however you do it, um, make sure it's what you both of you want, but more her, obviously. For my sake, as as a guest at this at this wedding. Do what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny enough because someone else was like looking at places, just a friend of a friend that is getting married. And the one guy was like, yeah, I specialize in medieval themed weddings. And I looked at Casey and I went, can we do that? She went, absolutely my, not. <laughs> my, aunt, my aunt and uncle this past week celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary went just to whatever antique stores they could find. They went like everywhere. They were all over, all over Pennsylvania. And I don't know what the furniture was. I don't remember what the picture of that was, but they found a CD of somebody's wedding pictures just inside, like whatever it was. And today she shared the pictures from this wedding and it is all like old timey saloon pictures and like, like the the bridesmaids are in like bar girl outfits with like the red frill and like all that stuff. Every literally everybody has a gun down to the ring bearer. (laughs) It. It is an unbelievable set of pictures that that if she if she says I'm allowed to, I'm going to definitely share some along with this episode. Please. Yeah. I mean, even just shoot them over my way. Yeah. I've never I've never been to a theme wedding. Um, the closest the closest we came was we went to one of um, I don't know if you'll remember this. You went to one of your coworkers' weddings when you worked. Well, at we can also talk about the B fifty two wedding. The B fifty two. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better story. Is, yeah. um, <laughs> so some friend, a friend of mine from home who I don't talk to anymore, she, she got married and her, her husband 
it, he's like a really nice guy, he's a doofus. but he's like a doofus. <laughs> okay. Goober, a like, goober type. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice yeah. guy. Like I'm not friends with them anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, um, we, the wedding was in Baltimore and he's a lawyer. So I think for some reason, me and Alana were not actually sitting with my friends from right. home who were like my, my best friends since like fourth grade. We were, we were putting <laughs> it's some- like they weren't expecting us just to friend, Just move a little bit closer. Alana, feel free. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So they can hear you. Okay. Oh, they can hear me. <laughs> so yeah. So, um, we were, we were like sitting with like his, like law school buds and, and, um, and, and it was just like, what is going on here? Like, I did like nothing to talk to people who went to like, like uh, whatever. You were talking um, to me about um, a comedy show that you were about to do. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they like overheard and got like super excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it was really weird. Like they went to like George Washington Law School or wherever he went. <laughs> sure. And one of them is like, like one of them like came back like running to the table, like all giddy was like, oh my God, he's going to do it. And then they're like, and then they're like, do what? And they're like, Love Shack. He's going to do Love Shack. So me and Alana were like, whoa, like what is what like is, is this? Fred Schneider coming out yeah. of the tape? Like, what does I that mean? mean? Right. So they they said like I mean, I'm a fan. I, yeah. I'm not like <laughs> right. criticizing that. So they said that Love Shack, they said like he sings Love Shack like a karaoke and different events, and it's absolutely like crazy and And wild. this is like multiple people. Like, the five people told us this. It's the Love Shack <laughs> legend. Yeah. So five people told us this, and it was, um, um, like we were like really excited, and the buildup is to it, right? And then and everyone's like elbowing each right. other, and they're like, "Love Shack's yeah, coming everyone's up!" Like standing like, up in the anticipation, and then like the karaoke track of it comes on, and then he sings Love Shack, and it's just like. Your average guy singing Love Shack. a <laughs> boring rendition. Not bad. Like it was not a mate. Like just like, those n- none of the fun. Yeah. And then like his friends were like, oh my God. Oh my God. This is a crazy. And I'm like, there's nothing. There's nothing crazy about this. That's wild. It's like, just like, it's just like a regular. I also think that might be one of the, my favorite stories because it's like the build to that is like the most anti-climactic. <laughs> <laughs> friends were freaking the f out about like they were like, like you know like well if you've ever seen Bruce Springsteen live he does like those knee dives. They were like doing <laughs> knee. Yeah, like, I, I like that they were not that he was no, that during this incredible were. performance. They were no, watching him, just standing, singing, and and making eye contact with the people. Like his friends uh, were like doing like uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, uh, Please don't like worry up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Let's let's settle please, things I out. I have one more wedding thing to share. Yes, oh, please quick. Do. Yes. So, and this is quick. Um, we had a really small wedding. We had we had um, ninety people at our wedding. Excuse me, we had two people in our wedding. Oh, it was Greg and I, and Greg's brother, and our best friend who introduced us. Okay. Um. So number one, the wedding planner at the venue that we used was like, couldn't believe that we were having two people. She's like, wait, so like, there's no one else, and we're like, no, like this is cool, and then we're having like this crazy hippie lady who wore like this vest with every single like religious symbol um, married us. 
just collecting them all maybe like 15 minutes and they're like oh okay like they couldn't get over that and then the wedding planner um this is supposed to be advice not yeah 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 the wedding planner (laughs) i'm i'm picking up as i'm writing it down the the guy at the at the venue said do you want a private couple's hors d'oeuvre hour like right after you get married and we both looked at him and we're like do you mean just with the two of us because no (laughs) we're like there to like hang out with our friends like we don't need to like just be like like we live together already like we have like we have our derbs all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> who, like who her? Yeah, we eat every meal together. Like, like, Pita chips and like hummus with just Greg. Like, yeah. I want to see all my friends. <laughs> and they looked at us like they had no idea what we were talking about. But also they were like super excited and stealing all our money. But it worked out really well. <laughs> but like, I can't even imagine why a couple's happy out. And by the way, like Greg doesn't drink. So I'm like, what is this happy hour? Yeah. Like, so no, we didn't do that. But um, be prepared for weird questions. You know, <laughs> you know what that was? Is they wanted it, it was a photo opportunity. It was like, oh yeah, catch, catch the cute angles. Yeah, yeah. It was like couples first dance, dance with the father, hors d'oeuvre, weird hors d'oeuvre. Oh, he wasn't there, so that's cool, <laughs> Janet. Don't worry about it. And my asthma was so bad that I was like, no, we're just taking pictures before and that's it. Like, we're done after that. That's cool. So just be ready for, like, weird questions of, like, events that okay. you never want to participate in and you don't have to because it's your money. All right. That's Fair, great yeah. advice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to spin this big novelty wheel that we have. It's Oh, God, I wonder what's going to come up. <laughs> oh, we got intrigue. Oh. We, we we got we got intrigued on on our on our big wheel today, um, and I'm gonna 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 flip the the script on here because normally normally our guest would go first, but I'm I'm intrigued. Janet, who are you? <laughs> who am I? I was a little I was a little confused. Hi, Hi. nice to meet you. I mean, I, I only say that facetiously for the show. We have been introduced, but um, <laughs> hello. I wanted to say your name so people knew that voice came from a real person. It does. I am a re- I am a real person. I'm a real girl. I- <laughs> hello, Janet. Um, I'm a friend of Greg's uh, from a couple of like different. Apparently, like we were actually at events when we didn't know each other, like John and Kelly's wedding years and years ago. Like we were there, but then we eventually just kind of met through. Bachi, um, I have actually. Ah, uh, Bachi, sure. Did you come by any of my old comedy yes. shows that I used to do with the Rick Rack? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have actually proposed to. Um, uh, speaking of proposals, um, I have made uh, <laughs> several suggestions to Greg for podcasts for he and I to do together, and he always just brushes me off, and he's like, "Whatever, I hate her." Like, oh, oh, I have. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea how to make a podcast is the problem. Like. 
The fact that we're on Zoom together is like a minor miracle. It kind of is. <laughs> maybe, maybe this this can serve for whatever this is we're about to do. It can serve as a, as a backdoor pilot for a thing the two of you can launch into from here. Quite possibly. So, so, Greg, what is something so we can get, get to whatever this is we're about to do? I am so scared. Greg, what what... What is this thing that you're intrigued okay, by? So, and it, it's not just I'm intrigued by it. It is a world of intrigue. So, I mean, I, I I'm fairly certain I I know where you're going with right. this because I, I'm thinking we discussed it a little bit now. So, for the past like, yeah, few, do your best. <laughs> I have embarked on a new hobby, and this hobby is. Oh, hold on, before before you say it, just for the sake of the listeners. This is when Alana's learning about it also. Are you moving to Chicago? <laughs> no, it nothing to do with the one Chicago series of Chicago. Oh. You would know about, you would know if I had a role on Chicago Fire. No. <laughs> I didn't mean you a role because I meant you were moving there. No, 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 no. I don't want to see where their fires hobby. are. <laughs> I say I have a hobby. Okay. I'm not saying I'm leaving you. You're to Chicago. Okay. No, I have a hobby. And this hobby is the so um, online online role-playing communities in which you pretend to be a member of the UK Parliament. <laughs> so I have spent um, like about the past six weeks to two months, um, a little bit longer before then that I stopped doing it, pretending to be um, uh, British, uh, British <laughs> politicians. That... Greg, what? <laughs> this isn't even news to me, and it's blowing my mind. What <laughs> are your thoughts? Because you look completely baffled. I think this is like a step up from when you were like, um, I'm going to propose to Nancy Pelosi. And <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, if you really want to watch the crown, like we could have. Oh no, no, no! It's not. It's not the crown. It's more like. It's more like literal. Like, remember, like, remember, like. If, well, I don't know if anyone else is as like weird as me, but like they used to show um, um, like uh, prime minister's questions on C-SPAN. No, like, no one yeah. is as weird as you. Or, like, like, show, like British no, Parliament. No, I, I, I will I will back you up on that. I used to watch that when I was in college. I would I would get in some sort of altered state, one of the handful that I, I would do at the at that time in my life. And I would just sit there and we even actually eventually made a drinking game to Parliament on C SPAN. Right. Where you just like whenever somebody started yelling, if it was your side, then that person had to drink. If it was the other team's side, then they had to drink. It was yeah, it was a whole fun. We would yeah. just watch Family Feud, and then when they asked if we wanted to go get high, we'd go, oh, we gonna play, Steve. Like, that was the extent <laughs> of it. <laughs> this so, is incredible. Right, Please so continue, Greg. I'll explain, a little, I'll explain a little bit further. First, I know the question on your mind. How did I find this world? The answer to this, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had... I, I know you're no stranger to like this type of thing because we've talked about your your wrestling history in the yeah. in a similar yeah. realm of like that the online sense. role playing thing. Yeah, that makes sense when I was a teenager. At any point in this, did you pretend to be pro Meghan Markle? No, royalty, <laughs> royalty does not come up in this. Event. Oh, okay, right. right. Because Greg did watch Suits with me, so I had yeah, to. Yeah, I love it. Oh, so he knew. Uh, yeah. He knew. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, um, I I didn't even know what um. 
Discord was? Like, I had no, no idea. I never heard of it. I still don't. I'm still it's a little like confused a new, like, by it's it. Like a new, it's like a new, like, form of, like, something like like AOL Instant Messenger, kind of. But it's, like, set gotcha. up, like group group rooms. And, in fact, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, different um, people play different games on there, like, different kind of, like, online clubs. And, of course, um, there was also um, multiple, um, they call it servers. That's, like, your chat room is called a server. That were, part confuses me, the yeah, fact that it's, like, a server. Like same thing as an old chat room. Okay. And there were multiple Discord servers made up of people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th, giving oh. each other instructions of where to go All and right. things like that. I mean, basically, Greg is putting I, this in perspective for us because he could have been, like, the... Um, like the what is it the elk man who was in the capital oh the uh, the the QAnon shaman yes but instead yes. he's in england in parliament so he's right. like putting things in perspective right. for us so I, thanks greg i had no idea i don't know like i could not trace the steps of how i got to there in 10 million years right but I did get there, right? And I'm like, what I is I feel this? like that's the same defense as that lady, the indie girl who stormed the capital. The one you had a crush on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you know the girl I'm talking about, like the cute indie girl who is like waving people around, like up here, up here, who stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop. She was on a Discord server while that was going <laughs> on. learned from yeah. that. Yeah. So glad. But, so I entered this server for like, like, UK Parliament role play, or like what it's called, um, political simulation or polsim. Pol By like the way, if acronym. you're gonna be married, how about you don't go to bed at 9 p.m. when your husband goes to bed at 2 a.m.? And I think <laughs> avoid all this. Go on. This is what happens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was, um, like looking at this and I'm like, okay, what is this? This, and then I was like reading it, like, um, there's different like channels they call them which is like different, like there's like, like an out of character room where people talk as them. And then there's like different, there's like house of commons and then like um, office members offices and um, you know, labor party and then conservatives and, you know, things like that, where people in character speak and things like that. So I was like following him, like, what is this? Like, and then I'm like reading it more and more. And How did you get to England though? I'm on a, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like how I, this is breaking down to like explain to us what you're interested in, but also like a lot of finding I, out I, about I it. I guess it's better than it wasn't like a MAGA chat room. Yeah. yeah. But like, well, I, will say, I will say that I have also seen, I have briefly joined US Paulsons as they're called and they're terrible. Like they're just worthless and stupid the uk ones are so much more you prefer than, um harassing people on the facebook plymouth massachusetts republican group? Yeah, no, <laughs> but um, hey, hey, she um, just outed you <laughs> I, I, was reading, I was reading this and i'm like figuring out what's going on right and then there's like in this server in particular there were like two separate things that happened right and one is like it would be like you everyone who's in it like your name is the name of your character right so like you come up with like, um, I always come up with like a fake name, but in a lot of these servers, people will use like the real name of like a British politician. 
Like, so it'll be like Tony Blair. Yeah. Or like Jeremy Corbyn or <laughs> things like that. Wow. Like, Imagine wanting to like role play as Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. yeah it's baffling to me. It's so baffling <laughs> to me. Wow. And then, and then there'll be like, but then there'll be Are people. Are there any Margaret Thatchers? Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then there'll be like a Thatcher. And then <laughs> there's like nine Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> yeah. Then there'll be sometimes there'll be like, um, but then sometimes you'll see like, cause like uh, they're called MPs, members of parliament. Then you'll see like, NP Donald Trump, right? and you're just like what? The, and, or the, and then I even saw my favorite one was um, MP Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm legitimately a big fan of Amy. Klobuchar. I want I want to be friends with her. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, and, and I was just you like a picture with her. I do have a picture of me when I met Amy Klobuchar in real life. I remember I was, that. This is so weird. Like so so there so then there every day. And this one, every server has its own kind of particular like little rules. But in the first one I joined, every day, Monday through Friday at like almost every day at um, eight London time. So like two or three our time, there would be a House of Commons session in which you would like in the channel for House of Commons, right? You would go to that and people would say like type in, like you can type in, you type in actions, right? You So you make it like italics or like bold, so it'd be like enters and looks around and shakes hands with a fellow MP he's, he hasn't seen in weeks, kind of, kind of thing like that. And then, um, and then how it works in, in like um, parliament is um, they, the person who kind of like, you know, chairs the meeting is called the speaker. So someone who's usually like kind of um, the moderator or like the version of a dungeon master will play like that character and will be like, like we'll say like the gentleman from, you know, the um, Yorkshire, York. Yorkshire constituency. So then, you know, like that, if that was your character, you would have to say like stands and then you'd have to say like, Mr. Speaker, I'd like to raise a point about this, you know, whatever. Is it just the words or yeah. is it like little characters? Just words, it's all, it's all text. So- You're doing this at 2 p.m. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't doing this at 2 p.m. I was. I was watching at 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, "This is crazy." You guys, Adderall is a hell of a drug. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so, and and people would write like they would debate bills that they wrote. People would like write bills and like and it would and they would have like formatting and like the graphics of like like the parliament graphics with it and everything. And I'm like, this is like, so like. So have you proposed any bills? Well, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to that. Okay. Right, so it was- Greg changed English common law now. <laughs> so, England is American now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it was so like amusing, it was so intriguing to me, right? And you guys like know, like, you guys know, like everyone here knows, like I'm a nerd, right? And I'm really into, like, I am a nerd and like, I thought, you know, I'm pretty up on like current events and like, I have, I do like, I act like- I mean, you found your way to an English parliamentary, like- <laughs> yeah. You got there by accident. <laughs> I, I mean, I, there's a, I, I would mean, not say accident. accidents like that. I would, I would say it is serendipity. It's not an yeah. accident, but a serendipitous that this. He was always going to. Yeah, fate has smiled upon you. <laughs> but you know what's crazy about Greg, though? Like, it could almost be as realistic if he was like, "I found my way to like a basketball, like um, 
managers role-playing game where I could like develop the teams. And oh, I've done that. Like that's just boring. Yeah. I, I legit oh, just do that on my phone every day. Yeah. yeah. This, okay. this sounds a little bit like there used to be a group that my sister was in on Facebook and it was just called Ants. And oh, this is so funny. And you would have to like, you would, someone would, I guess, pose a thing, be like, someone dropped a cherry. And so everyone in the comment would underneath as ants would go lift, 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 walk, <laughs> walk, walk, walk. And they would just as ants mime the cherry out of the chat. <laughs> I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, yeah, you guys don't do that with Janet with the ants. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like ants don't all like together, ants? but I also That's don't fair. like the psychological implications of it. So yes. it's similar, it's so willingly similar, entering that world. Yeah. It's similar to this, but imagine if you were to say that, but you were imagine if instead of that, it would be like, um, I I'm inquiring about the, the government's current state and thoughts about um um, the, the the college tuition fees throughout all of England. There and, are no college tuition fees. Well, Alana, you'll, I'll have you know, in some of these servers I have been in, they might they don't necessarily take place in our time. Oh, that's right. You told me about that part. We're like, it, it could, it has its own reality. If a law is proposed, then that law is the law, and the law that's the new law of the land, and you have to go so for like, it. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be like like. The, whoever creates the server and is like the dungeon master will determine like when what was there the American healthcare dungeon room? Because right. that so it'll it'll be like so, so like the, whoever starts the server will will be like who's ever running the game is the the dungeon master type person will like usually like I'll have like kind of a set of ground rules and like when when it begins like so most of them take place like relatively new like okay. so um like. The, the first one I was in started like 2016. Healthcare is free and Diana right. is dead. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So it started like 2016. So it was so it was like pretty modern, but they didn't have Brexit yet, right? Okay. Um, so you didn't so but then others I've been in, and I'll I'll get more into that, like have started like like 1996. Or then others will start like 2002, you know, like that kind of thing. Um so, but so what it is, is like, so say like the one that starts in 2006, everything that has happened to British parliament in British common law from 1600 to 2006 is canon. That has all happened. Fair game. All, that has all, all happened as we have come to know it. So okay. you can't rewrite history, but right. you can. Right. And then in 2006 okay. is when our version of events takes place and you just have to kind of like you make like kind of a leap of faith in that there'll be like a new like a new prime minister like a, you know someone no one like you 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 could play as like Tony Blair if you wanted to but a lot of people just kind of make up a new character name right okay and then some servers you have to make up a character so everyone's got its like own kind of particular niches and categories and things like that. So the first one I was in had like this debate stuff going on which people were like proposing different laws um, of like 2017 United Kingdom that I was like, this is really like, it would be like to reinstate some college tuition fee. It was like, I forget what the laws were, right? And I was like, all right, this is really, really in, in interesting and intriguing. But more importantly, this, this server also had like 
a soap opera house of cards element to it. And not <laughs> all of them do. Like most of them don't, but this one, the first one did. And I was like, this is incredible. So some of like, some of like the, the, the channels are like, which are, you could kind of say are like rooms would be like the pub or- um, The inn. Yeah, or like the inn or jail or like members' <laughs> offices or like someone would like create their house. So these characters, all of these characters like had like personal relationships with each other away from the public eye of politics. And they would like date each other and break, break up with each other and have affairs and try and set each other up for like the fall. I love how you're doing this with like England where you could have just done like America 2006 and oh, like no, understood no, it. The American ones are terrible. <laughs> the, American ones, the American ones are just like, they're terrible. And like, I'm trying to like, I was, I was like, why is it so terrible? But it, it's, it's, easy, it's because we have three branches of government, right? So you have like the president, but then you have the Senate and you have some representatives. Yes, I know what the three well, branches yeah. of government. No, I'm not trying to speak. <laughs> I mean, I'm the history no, teacher, I know, I was a government teacher. And I know everyone knows that, but you don't have like, how many times is there going to be interaction between a Supreme Court justice and some random congressman? Right. I mean, according to these message boards, it could be like but, frequent, but, like every day. Since British British Parliament is like one, like it's like the legislator and executive branch all in one. So it's easier for these people to have a reason to like communicate and debate each other. Okay. So so these people, so they're all this intrigue, right? And then, and so there's room for backstory and character growth and stuff like that. And since you guys know me- Did Nancy Pelosi try to take over? No, Parliament. no, but <laughs> me and like, since well, you guys know me, but maybe all of your listeners don't. But I am known, like, I'm I have I, I, I have like a pretty absurd sense of humor. Oh, and I like what? I usually portray in com in my comedy stuff weird characters. And I, I would say no, nothing against you, you on stage, but that has come across, I think, best in online jokes over the years, right. I yeah, will. Yeah. I will say, Greg. Yelp, the Yelp reviews and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the I knew you as characters for a while, and then I met you once when we were at. Um, what was it? Dance house when I came on. Well, no, I had met you first. once before um, at like a the bowling alley when it was like the Chris Gethard show shows. Oh! And you sat next to me at the bar, and I was like, "Oh, it's the guy that like threw chalk in the air and like took over the show that one episode." <laughs> and then you sat there, was like, "I don't know why they keep on putting him in these fucking jackets." Like you were just very. <laughs> it was just such a difference. Like I'm expecting him to like be wild and crazy and spoiling. He's like, "No, he's his characters, right? Characters exist." Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's like I, I'm like you know. It's like I mean, like away from like comedy and just being like um like weird. Like I, I'm like you know, like have a, I have like I went to grad school for European studies and I had you know, <laughs> I, I was a professional journalist and financial journalist and wrote about the oil industry and you know like I'm have like a whole like other academic kind of thing I did you know. So people are always just kind of like wait, what? <laughs> but then like, or when I'm around serious people, they're like, wait, you do comedy? But yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's the like, weird part. Right, and it's like, yeah. so, um, but yeah, so this kind of merged both of my worlds really well. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can be like, right, like I can make these like ridiculous cockamamie characters, but like have them like, like have them, have them as a member of parliament. So like there is a serious face to it. But then, like, then it could be like 
House of Cards or like um, um, I just started watching it, but like the thick of it, it you know, it's like like okay. something like that, you know, or like sure. Veep or someone some from political comedy, you know, kind of thing, and kind of merge those worlds together. Mm-hmm. So what I've done tonight is I sent everyone here examples of some of like the dialogue and bits I've written in as characters. You sure have. <laughs> I, I, so I, Dan had told me very little about what was happening on today's episode, but he was like, you'll get an email from Greg. Don't worry. And all day I'm <laughs> yeah. like checking my emails. Like it's oh, coming. It's cool. Coming. <laughs> like that belt that I need for a wedding is coming and stuff. I got this email at 8 28 PM. I, we I started like, recording it. I, I, I couldn't say, I was going to do this last night, but I just got like, I had like real work to do and also drama in the server. One of the servers I'm in. Um, where, I, where I inadvertently made someone who'd been in for 12 years quit. Um, oh, man. This morning, inadvertently, this one, the, the song. Wow. It sounds like this was like a good, I think from what you told me, this was a good thing that he quit. Yeah. So the server, the server I'm in right now that uh, is like really that I, I like the most out of all of them that I've been in. It actually started in 2002 as just a mess. Oh, wow. Group. Right. It's almost at 20 years. Right, right, yeah. Wow. And a lot of the people on the, in, who are in this have known each other for that long or like years and years and years. And wow. it's like the thing with like, since I used to do like, um, what well, e-fetting, which is like essentially like Dungeons and Dragons meets pro wrestling. Like I started doing it when I was 13 and I stopped like when I was like 30. It's like, yeah. I know people that long and have like real life friends from that kind of thing, you know? So I did I, that in middle school and only in middle school. <laughs> well, you are a better human being. Than me, and I legitimately mean that. So, I had a terrible experience because people in real life made fun of me for stuff I wrote online. And I was like, fuck off, I'm done. <laughs> so so the, the game I'm in now, right, it takes place in like, um, tw- it's 2021 and it started in 2017, right? So that's like the era we're in. And um so um, with this one, it's like a little bit more serious minded um, because the people have been in it that, that, and it's not like this every couple, every few weeks or months or whatever, they'll just decide like, all right, we're done with this era. Let's just kind of reset and start anew and everything. So I signed up for this one and um, I joined as a member of uh, the Labor Party. We'll go over, I have a, my character uh, have a, a script. I want this. you guys to know that when we played Dungeons and Dragons, Greg was so checked out that he made himself a baker so that he could poison us all with his bread. And all he would do <laughs> not into Dungeons. All and he could all. do was po- all he could do was check the NBA scores as we all played. So <laughs> I'm so glad that you find the English Parliament so intriguing. <laughs> That you want to play right. like that. Anyway, go right. on. My fiance, which I don't get to say until after today, uh, is the same way where like we're watching movies and she, like she doesn't like Iron Man 3 because it's too realistic because it <laughs> involves terrorists. So I get where you're coming from. Where It's yeah. like the right. parliament yeah. thing makes sense. I can get behind this. This is more real than right. goblins. Yeah. <laughs> right. So and th- so in this one, you know, um, there's all these people have like known each other for like, like have interacted with each other and they've like known each other to some degree for a really long time. Um, and um, so I, I joined it with this character and I joined as um, I was told like, you know, like whenever I, I find a new server and want to join it, I always ask like, cause there's like, uh, you know, like conservatives and, and uh, 
uh, members of labor and then there's liberal Democrats and then there's a couple like third parties and then there's like um, um, like the Northern, you know, Scottish Independence Party and Northern Ireland has its party. So I always like to ask like, hey, like what, where could like, if the game's already started, like where, where could I, how could I like fit in, you know, like do you need more labor or conservatives? Cause there's always usually a big imbalance um, for whatever reason for like one side or the other. So with this one, I was told, um, no, like we need help. Like we could use some, a, a labor member. So I'm like, okay, like perfect. Like no problem at all. I have like an idea for a character and I have a bit for him that we can, we'll do after this. So, um, the, so a lot of the people you interact with in this, in this community, like, like any online community or any kind of thing, like there is a competitive atmosphere to this because there's elections and you do have like campaigns, like every couple of weeks, there'll be like, it'll be like, like one, one week will like be like essentially like a year, like a year's time, like in gameplay, like one. Gotcha. So then there'll be like elections or then you, you know, in England, they can call like a snap election kind of thing. So, um, so then when you campaign, you, you make speeches, you make flyers and things like that. And so it's kind of like this weird. So there's like an art department for this shit. I, I'll say I will I will share flyers with you guys later on. Like please I, do. Because I mean, no, I'll set that up because it's really ridiculous what I did. But um so we um so like so there is like a competitive part of this. And a lot of these people, like a lot of people in it take it really com- the competitive part really seriously. And since it's also online, like you get like a, a lot of different types of different types of people. Um so some people like have a bad habit of like when they talk to you, even if it's like in an out of character area or like in like a private message one-on-one, they talk to you like they are the character. And like they I, don't- I love that part of it. I, I really love that they like stick it out. And I'm like, like, come on, man, let me get something here. Like they are just that person. Yeah, right? and, and, it, and I always tell them like, I always tell them in like, in, in like the places where it is like out of character or like one-on-one, I'm always like, they, I'm, I am not my character right now. Like this is- yeah. Use the American flag emoji. I do not, I do not know how to- <laughs> I, I usually tell people, I usually tell people like, my name is Greg, I'm different from, I'm different from Matt, you, you know, like, and, and this is- I'm not one of you. <laughs> I, you made yourself a Lord, don't even deny it. No, I haven't made myself a Lord, oh. but it, it's like things like, you know, it is things like, you know, it's so it's like, um, so you do have to kind of like differentiate not everyone is like that. Like a lot of people get it. And a, and a lot of people are into like character building and world building kind of stuff. But, um, and then a lot of people, so it's just like this really weird kind of interpersonal mix that you always You've have to deal with. you made yourself King George the Third. I have not made myself king at all. <laughs> I can make myself King George the Third. <laughs> so, so it's just like, um, so um, I joined labor and um, the, the, um, character who is- You made yourself Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, I did not make myself Bernie Sanders. But I have seen people play as MP Bernie Sanders, like in other <laughs> This one fantastic. is all fictional characters. And so in this one, um, the conservatives have, um, the conservatives are in power. So like they're the prime minister. And um, gotcha. the labor leader, um, the opposition lab- leader is uh, um, Emily Greenberg. So- but the person who, who was role playing as Emily Greenberg, um, is, is that a real person? No, no, no. This one's oh. an all made up characters. Is is a guy named um, Marty, 
who, um, so I was talking with, I talked with Marty like offline and he, you know, like he, he, he just, he's had like a lot of like stress in, in his life. You know, he's a really smart guy. He's got like a PhD and, um, you know, and I, and this, this one's like on discord and has a message board. So I've seen like the stuff on the message board he writes that helps you like learn like the gameplay with this. And it's like incredibly well-written and detailed and you can just tell this guy's really smart, but he's, you know, like he didn't get into details or whatever, but he's got like real world stuff that's like stressing him out. Right. And everything. So he's had like a difficult time kind of like managing stress from real life. And then like someone was like, it was like being a jerk to him in the game, like out of character kind of in the game. So he just had like these things and it got like a little messy for him to like, balance out like him versus his character and like it was so he a well-meaning so in this game one of the and most of the games like what they have is like they'll have like um um a, a channel or like an area will be like a different british newspaper it'll be like the times of london or the guardian or telegraph and you can do interviews or like write op-ed pieces or things like that and in this game um in this server you're really, you're encouraged to leak to the press because it's like com- so common in British politics. So you're- That's kind of awesome. I well, love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, so I love that. Like, I love that component of it so much. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't done it. I hadn't done it yet. And then my, my character um, is like, has issues with the labor leadership just for, um, because he's a, he's a backbencher because he ran afoul of them with um, his- he decided at the end to um, support Brexit. Like, it, you know, like he, he wants like a leave Brexit. So it ran against like the party line. So it makes it, so I'm in gameplay. I'm like, yeah, like the, the characters of labor should be incredibly mad at my character. And, you know, like yeah. he's really annoying, but in real life, you should not be mad at me for that mm-hmm. because it's gameplay. Yeah. Right. So I, I, um, had like, and then you can have private conversations in, in these servers with characters that no one else can read, but the moderators. So they know it's in role play and what's canon, but nobody else can see it. It's like, you're on the phone with someone kind of thing. So I have a few, you know, so I had like a room set up with like another member of labor who I was like, who I could tell was like mad because, um, in, in the, and then moderators will come up with like these events and scenarios to kind of like, you have to respond to them. And in this one, um, it looks like Russia's eyeing up like to invade Latvia. So is, is NATO going to be involved and things like that? So I mean, me and this guy, me and this character, not me, my character and this character were talking about like, he's like a socialist peace neck. And I was like, I think, you know, like, I don't know if I agree with you or not, but we should have a public statement as a party or at least encourage debate. And make you know so that was like my character's like motivation so he he was like you know i'm really upset with leadership about this and i said i am too so moderator suggested like we could you um you could leak this could be a good leak for the game so i was like all right i will leak this so it got leaked you know and um the guy who was playing the labor leader he got really his character got upset with that and he got upset with that too because it made it seem like he wasn't working doing any work and he had to take a break from the game just because of stress management. So I didn't think, I didn't think. That is wild. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I felt, I felt so bad immediately because like, I didn't think that part through. And to me, it's just like, oh, everyone's going to be really involved, like really like leaking and like skullduggery 
and like the house of cards aspect to this kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, and, 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 but not everyone, not everyone does like that. Right. And not everyone has like the kind of like ability to kind of be like, like, to me, it's like, all right, like if I'm, if I'm like the labor, if I'm playing the labor leader and I'm trying to write like a big speech for this character, and then I have to deal with this leak, my character is going to have to pivot from preparing this and deal with this leak. And it's a pain in the ass for this character. But the guy playing this character, you know, was just like, I like, I've been trying to like get back in the game and it's like taking this away from me and it's taking away from like how I usually enjoy the game. So I'm like, I got to respect that. Like that, that makes sense to me. I've only been in this one for like two, like a couple of weeks. So I don't know the, I don't know like the interpersonal relationships. So it's like, all right, like in the future, I just have to like, make sure that like, if I'm going to do like skullduggery and like that kind of betrayal stuff, like I have to do with other people who appreciate that. And like other, I have to learn other people's personalities where you need like more hobbies. You need, no, like other that's the only <laughs> but, but so that, that, so this guy today, other, a lot of people got mad at him for, um, for not, for being like, no, it's a game and you have to respond to leaks. It's part of how real politics works. And so a lot of people are kind of like, and then a lot, a lot, and it's like, I get that. And it's like, you're taking it too seriously. And then, but he's sensitive to that. And so I'm just like, I, I apologize a lot. One of our favorite people, Janet, here. So I'm going to get to that. So I'm really, really, just like, <laughs> I was really, really, really like, like trying to balance that both and everything. So um, the guy who played it was just like, I think I'm just like, I got a little bit too much going on with real life and, you know, just trying to deal with quarantine and getting out of this. And it's just a lot. So he's like, I'm going to stop playing the game. And he'd been playing it for 12 years without any interruption. Wow. So I inadvertently. You did that. You did that yes. to him. Wow. Yes. I felt so bad. I felt really, mm-hmm. really terrible about it. Maybe you should leave. I felt like I was going to leave. Like I yeah. was like, I can leave guys. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you need other but, stuff to do. <laughs> show up, drop a bomb, but, get out of there. But, so, so what I have brought to the table today is I have brought different examples of my, of my, my characters and what they say. And awesome. Janet, my friend Janet, you want to tell them how how I told you about this and why I roped you into this? All right, real quick. Let's let's take a break and okay. then we'll come back and we'll we'll loop Janet in with however Janet is involved. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let me ask you guys something. Whatever happened to predictability? There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sit, Silas P. and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas P. All right, we are back. So, so Janet, how did how did you come to join us today? Well, I think just in sort of knowing Greg and being friends with him, um, I, I, you know, just talking about our lives. Greg knows that um, I. So, I, I lived in England for during grad school. I went to grad school in Northern England in Newcastle, 
Um, cool. And then that, that was years and years ago, like 2006. But since then, um, I, I go back as often as I can. And I'll usually go back for like several weeks at a time. And I have a lot of friends there. And so um, I, I enjoy talk talking in British accent. Um, sometimes like with my students, I'll do like an entire lesson, like using a British accent just so that they'll like pay attention to it more. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just like when they're like borderline comatose, I'll just like burst. Into <laughs> um, and so, and, and Greg knows like, like I watch a lot of British TV and, um, so just in this country, Oh yeah, absolutely love this this country. Oh yeah, I like that show. So yeah. yeah, so I mean, since COVID, obviously I haven't been able to to be over there, but um, uh, yeah. So I usually go for like several weeks, and I just enjoy British accents. So Greg kind of you know reached out to me and had told me about this this whole uh, CD underworld. Of, <laughs> um, I mean, no no better way to describe <laughs> so, it. So uh, of role playing Parliament. Um, so yeah, so he kind of just, you know, enrolled me in this, in this whole, this whole scheme. So you're, you're our, our British accent ringer then. That's, that's why. I don't know if I'm a ringer, I don't know if I'm a ringer, but I'm an enthusiast. Okay. I'm a British, and it's not going to be perfect. Like I, if, you know, there's someone from like Sunderland listening to this right now, um, you know, I, I'm putting it out there. It's not going to be Perfect, yeah. I'll just say that for everybody. Anybody who's about to do a voice, please, no one take any offense. Yeah. I, I cannot do any accents at all. Yeah, please. I, I, I can't. I don't know how. I don't have them in me. I used to be able to. Like when I was a kid, that would be like my little fun habit that I would just like try to figure out how to do different accents and stuff. Yeah. But I enjoy it. I was a telemarketer for a summer um, during during college. Ooh. And sometimes I would just, just for the sake of like making the job less than horrible, I would do some of my calls in an accent, um, <laughs> just pick a nationality and, and go That's for fun. it. Yeah, I, I yeah, it. Kills time, awesome. especially with a job like that. And also I, do, I have one more thing to add before we, we do it. I have, okay. uh, I'm, I'm on Discord right now and um, uh, Grant K is, uh, that's his uh, name in the, in the, that's his uh, name for this chat room, I guess you would say. Sure. He is uh, standing by and you are in honored, you are, you are in the honorable position because he plays Prime Minister Grant Kingston in the, in the wow. right now. So he is the Prime Minister and um, he has agreed to, um, if he's on standby to take any questions, he's actually um, a really nice guy who lives in Northern Ireland. Um, I, um, and uh, he used to be a comedian, like part, like part, like no one famous or anything like that. Um, and he said yeah. that if we have any questions to relate to him about like this weird thing. Isn't it the middle of the night then? Yeah, but he's like an insomniac. Oh, so, great. Like, like me. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, super. So. I mean, I would have dressed a little nicer if I'd known. Like, I mean, is he cute? I don't know. Yeah, I would have put on an actual shirt. No, nope. <laughs> if I'm meeting prime ministers, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt with the third button open. <laughs> yeah, th this is how you planned it. You couldn't have done better. Oh yeah. And so, like, one of the other things is like, whenever when you apply, right? Each one has its own like kind of format of like background and bio and things like that. And um, one of the things is called like the, a face claim, which is essentially like you find a picture of someone and you upload it. Um, okay. So, um, 
So, so I don't, I, I don't know what his face claim is, but I have, a, I have a list of like for these characters a face claim of who these are, so you can picture in your mind like kind of what they look like as well. Gotcha. Which one do you want to do first? Why don't we, why don't we just start from the top? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll read the, the bio for, for Maddie Bradford, labor MP from city of Durham. He's a 38 year old labor member with mostly moderate political views. He is well-educated as he attended the university of Durham followed by getting advanced degrees at the London school of economics. He has always been interested in politics as his father, Matthew Bradford had served as the MP in his constituency for several decades and helped put together the good Friday agreement. While in college, Maddie was the lead singer and guitarist of an indie band called The Thames. The Thames. Yeah, I'm saying it how I want to say it. <laughs> Pick a better river. <laughs> that, that had gained brief popularity during the waning days of, the, of 90s Britpop and had a single called Sarah Smiles that was named Enemy Song of the Week. So just for uh, if you need uh, to hear the, the, the Thames in your head, um, they sound a lot like Travis. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I've seen them multiple times. Oh wow! <laughs> he is also a diehard fan of Sunderland FC and has also taken an interest in the sport of netball. That's like their terrible version of women's basketball. And in, in the oh really? <laughs> it's the literally the worst sport in the world. You're giving me a lot of things to Google this episode. <laughs> You're gonna be transfixed by netball. Yeah, we're gonna have like a whole separate netball podcast. That's our I, Patreon I, series. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway, <laughs> he's an overeager MP looking to constantly prove himself to his peers, but frequently runs into trouble by taking action before thinking through the ramifications of his words. If you want the appearance, he looks like Tim from the UK version of The Office. Who is Martin Freeman, right? Yeah, Martin Freeman. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't. I didn't actually know that. Here is um. Uh, a, a, a speech uh, uh, made by uh, Maddie Bradford um, okay. from the um, city of Durham, which, which is located in the north. It's it's well, Janet, you you can you know better than me where the city of Durham is and like what it's what it's like. Yeah, it's uh, in the north, not far from Newcastle, not far from Scotland. Um, really, really beautiful. Let's, let's hear from Maddie Bradford. I still remember the first time I saw Jenna McIntyre. It was the summer of 1997. I had just entered my Mikonby phase and left the record shop with a few discs. The standout in my eyes was 1997 by Ash, a pop punk band from Northern Ireland, best known for their classic teenage anthem, Girl from Mars. I walked past a local bookshop and stepped inside. And there she was. A year younger than me at the age of 15. Her hair recently dyed jet black, the opposite of her pale skin, and devouring a copy of the Bell Jar. I paused as I had never felt that way about a girl before. I had certainly liked girls, but this was different. She looked up from her book. I smiled. And she asked me, obscenity is deleted. <laughs> Why was I staring at her? I stammered something back before telling her that I loved the bell jar, which of course I hadn't read. Thankfully, she didn't quiz me on that fact. 
but I managed to convince her to meet me for a walk that evening. Our walk started and ended at Watton Park. That's where I snogged her, my first kiss. The next day, we went on the same walk and at the same bench, I gave her a mixtape I had made for her that led off with Girl from Mars. We had a blast of a summer, which ended with me saying that I loved her and promised to write when she returned to London. Of course we didn't. This op-ed is not an attempt for me to rekindle a romance with Jenna. She's doing more than fine and lives in London now with her husband, two kids, and has a high-ranking position in marketing with a bank I will not name. Instead, this is an appeal for my fellow MPs and others throughout the nation to really consider the state of our country's parks and play areas. <laughs> Wharton Park is still a beautiful patch of land. However, years ago, the Durham City Council had to close six playgrounds due to disrepair and a lack of funding available to make the badly needed fixes. This problem is most severe throughout so much of the UK. A 2019 report from the Association of Play Industries states that a total of 347 playgrounds have been closed by local authorities since 2014. The reason behind the closures is simple. Federal government funding to local councils has dropped by 38%. Since 2009-2010, says the Institute for Government, this prompts local governments to make tough choices when balancing budgets. Unfortunately, that results in playgrounds and play areas often getting the axe. I just want to say that those statistics I got are 100% are real and factual. I literally At no did. point did I think they weren't. <laughs> I literally did like, so much research about how playgrounds are funded in the UK. Well done, Janet. That was wonderful. Yeah. Thank that you for hard. actually coming here with experience yeah. and knowing yeah. how to do accents. We really appreciate it. it. It wasn't perfect, but I, I do enjoy it. I do like, enjoy it. So many people in these things like do like this insane amount of research in like a lot of them. So yeah. like I, I spent a lot of time like putting putting that one They're together. Your people. Yeah, this is my yeah. tribe. This yeah. is my tribe. Please don't say that. That's but gross. Everyone, everyone like you're not like don't. Yeah. A lot of people do like this level of like detail and things like that. But like where so I but um my my you know like you can kind of see my ridiculous kind of absurdity and backstory with this in this one. Yeah, the the band history of this guy is just an extra element that it really comes through in the writing. <laughs> I also had Maddie in another one. Like one of the things I kind of developed for him is that he has um, a hit, like a history of oversharing. I kind of have him in my brain as he's a little bit like Andy Bernard. Okay. Like, so imagine Andy Bernard was your boss and just kind of overshares. And yeah. one, um, one of the things- Does he do acapella in no, Parliament? No. Um, <laughs> but one of the things, like one of the issues that came up in gameplay was something about- um shared parental leave which is like both you know like it's benefits for like um man and woman like when you have a when you have a child to like stay at home and there are like issues with how it was working or whatever and maddie began it by saying like um i'm always i'm always um um i'm always excited to hear about um when whenever whenever mates of mine have a kid i'll never know that i will never know that joy because my seed is barren but <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I always like, kind of like add, add like those kinds of things to it. They're just kind of like, what? So yeah. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's Maddie Bradford there. All right. Are, are, are we ready for the, the next, uh, guest, I guess. <laughs> How are we referring to these people? <laughs> MPs. Yeah. The next We're, MP. Our, Next visit from our, the right and honorable Brandon Duckworth, conservative MP from Bridgewater and West Somerset constituency. It's Somerset County and its center town is Tauntaun. <laughs> like, the, like the Star Wars thing? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just. It's, it's in Southeast England and is very rural and traditional English. You know, do you know the area, Janet? Yeah. You know, did I describe yeah. it okay? Yeah, no, I think I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He is 61 years old. His appearance is Malcolm McDowell from Tank Girl. Which is fun because in my head Malcolm McDowell has always just looked like he looks now. <laughs> uh, his his bio, the right and honorable Brandon Duckworth has been MP since the age of 35 and has served as both Chancellor of the Exeter. We might have to ask uh, our friend on Discord what this is. <laughs> yeah. I, can't it. I can't pronounce it either, but it's like the Secretary of the Treasury. Okay. Gotcha. And Shadow Chancellor of the Exec. Okay, so he has been and has also been the Shadow Chancellor of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Shadow okay. Chancellor is like if your party's like uh, not the one, um, the minority party. You or the opposition party, like you still you, you have you still appoint a cabinet minister for each one. So who counters like what the reading what the ruling party's like proposals are? So you you just kind of antagonize this other the people who won the last election is essentially how it works. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Duckworth comes from one of the wealthiest families in the UK, as one of his ancestors in the 1810s started Duckworth Holdings and acquired large tracts of land and real estate in Chelsea, England which eventually developed into one of the poshest neighborhoods in all of Europe. That's London. I meant to say Chelsea, London. Oh, okay. The family's real estate empire now spans throughout the UK as well as the Middle East. Duckworth attended the prestigious Westminster Underschool as a lad when not participating in fox hunting. <laughs> he attended Eton College and spent a few years at Yale University in, University in Connecticut before managing an arm of his family's empire eventually moved into politics. This takes place before the 2014 Scotland referendum. Brandon sits in a big leather chair in his dark toned study, wearing a sweater and his attempt at a warm smile. He holds up a glass of scotch, neat, of course. He swirls his drink, takes a sniff, and then a sip. So, just, so the 2014 Scotland referendum, that Scotland um, had a referendum then to, um, to become an independent country or not. Mm -hmm. So for, for people who aren't as familiar with Scotland, the Scottish independence movie movement. So that, that sets this one up. Okay. There are a few joys in life, as wonderful as a glass of Glenlivet. 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 <laughs> I like to have a drink to unwind as a final way to enjoy the day. Of course, sometimes one needs to have a drink to relax after a day that never would seem to end. We have a big day approaching us here in the United Kingdom as Scotland will determine via referendum if it wants independence 
or if it wants to remain as part, a vital part, of the United Kingdom. I am here today to make the case that it should remain as part of the United Kingdom, and this glass of scotch is a perfect example of why. Scotch, of course, is Scotland's most famous export. In fact, Scotland exports over four billion pounds worth of scotch per year around the globe. But scotch is also consumed in wild amounts here in the United Kingdom. It's estimated by the Scotch Whiskey Association that here in England alone, we consumed more than 30 million liters of this blessed drink. So let's examine what this will mean for both Scotland and the rest of the UK if Scotland decides to go its own way. An estimated 10,000 people are directly employed in the manufacture of scotch. This scotch is then placed on dozens of lorries, which employs lorry drivers. They take these bottles of scotch and then store them in warehouses, which creates more jobs. Then from there, they end up on the shelves of retailers or at pubs, and eventually our enjoyment. An independent Scotland will impede that course of action. First, it is likely that Scotland would prefer the euro over the pound sterling. That will, of course, make the price of scotch beholden to the whims of currency markets. And it would frequently make scotch more expensive around the world. There will, of course, be a border between England and Scotland, which will make the trips of lorry drivers longer and more expensive. There could be a customs tax and, of course, other bureaucracies which further drives up the price of scotch when purchased by wholesalers. In turn, that gets passed on to the retailers and restaurants and, in turn, to the customer. And a more expensive product is one that will be in less demand, even if it seems impossible that scotch would never be in demand. Less demand for scotch means there is a lessened need to employ people to make scotch. And this will trickle throughout Scotland's economy. That's just one example of many of the dire economic impacts that await my Scots friends if they do decide to go it alone. While I understand the desire for nationalism, I certainly think that remaining a part of the United Kingdom is something to celebrate. Cheers. <laughs> That's awesome. I just, I still don't understand how you found this, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> this is... What, what is... What is the response when you post something like that? It, it kind of depends on like the the level of the of the server I'm in. Okay. Um, some so, actually that ties in perfectly well to like the next one, which like okay. I Let's, can kind of kind of explain that because the next the next one's 
it really depends on the, on the nature of the server I'm, I'm in. Like the one I'm in, I'm in now that I really like a lot that I'm, I'm playing is in, as Maddie, who the first one we did, like that one, like it's, that's the one that's been going on since 2002. So people are like a lot more mature and no, I don't want to say mature. That's not the right word, but they're, they're kind of like a little bit more um, um, nuanced. Right. And then, but other ones, like when people aren't as like kind of um, picked up on things is, um, I kind of, I like, and I kind of like to do this, like in my job or like it, or different kinds of things I've, I've taught is, um, like a lot of the people there, like they don't, um, economics isn't like the strong suit of a lot of people. And it, like, that's something I really like studied a lot and put a, you know, wrote about. So I like to kind of try and actually make my characters like put, like use like their ridiculous kind of backstory and character and, but shape it into like what actually is connected to the actual economy and how it works. I, I know it sounds very bizarre that, but it is kind of like in a way a teaching tool because like a lot of the people like are, my, are like in college or something, you know, like, so it's kind of like fun to kind of do that too. As I know I'm sounding like the biggest maniac in the world. This is, I love Peering no more Behind the Curtain. I think we're past that. This so. is my yeah. favorite man behind the curtain moment. I am thoroughly enjoying every second yeah. of this. <laughs> All, All right, right, do we go do the next uh, are one? We, are we ready for Bernard Bernard Morris Liddell? All right, let's. All right, Bernard, Bernard Morris Liddell, conservative, MP Henley, a wealthy rural district outside of Oxford. His appearance, a random accounting professor at a mid-tier U.S. college. <laughs> at age 56, Bernard is a recent entrant into the world of politics and parliament. Born upper class, Bernard eventually studied accounting and finance at the said business school at the University of Oxford. And I just want to say it took me it took me um, about 30 minutes to find what separate college at the University of Oxford taught accounting and finance. <laughs> but you found it. I did. It's the same, <laughs> you got same it. Business <laughs> Upon graduation, Bernard was employed by Ernst & Young, where he focused on auditing and corporate reporting with a special focus on supermarket supply chain risk management and, and became a managing partner. He was named an Executive Partner of the Year by The Grocer, the official publication of the British Grocers Association. Hobbies include lawn bowling, rowing, and taking continuing learning classes in accounting. <laughs> His favorite phrase, you don't become a managing partner in Ernst & Young without putting people to the sword. <laughs> See, I, I shouldn't have read that before saying it because it came, became a lot harder to say knowing where I was going. <laughs> This took place before the Norwich, Norwich, right? Norwich? Yeah, yeah, Norwich North bylaw election. Okay. So what happens in, in um, you know, it's just like kind of like like here, like, you know, like an MP will like re resign or like will die or something like that. So okay. um, you don't have, you don't wait until the general election for that. You kind of have like your election like pretty soon after that. So gotcha. and that's called a bylaw election. And this was in the Norwich North constituency. So it's okay. uh, yep. one path of the city of Norwich. It's taking place before the Norwich, Norwich Insurance Brokers Association. Okay. Is this me? Am I doing this one? Yes. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, before you guys get started, do you think right now there's a podcast in England of someone doing like... <laughs> <laughs> of someone doing a parody of oh, like yeah. different counties in the United States and like they're like, I'm from Alabama <laughs> <laughs> 
like, like so it's like doing this for like uk paul sims and his like like so you're like my like character is like the lone congress the, the like, lone congresswoman from Maine. it's like i voted for trump no i'm from new jersey and i voted for biden like, that's what like, i always ask it's exactly what's happening that's what i, I hope so right now there's a bunch I, of I honestly hope so there's a bunch of mid-tier comedians in bristol being yeah. like, yes. just <laughs> learning the delco accent from mayor of east Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want a hoagie and I want to You guys don't even know. How is that, Mark? Is that good? <laughs> the first comedy sketch I ever wrote was when I was in a sketch comedy group, like right when I started comedy. And the very first one I wrote was, um, this is like 2007 or so. Um, um, Charles and um, Camilla visited Philadelphia. And, um, the sketch- they really did. Yeah, they really did. They really did visit. And but the premise of my sketch is that they um, sneaked away from their ball and went to Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> represent. It's upside down, but represent. Oh, you, look at that my Wawa tattoo. Yeah, dude. He's branded with a brand. Oh my! It's goodness. upside down, but that yep. is commitment. Me and my buddy used to go to Wawa all the time. So when he came back from Florida, I was like, "You want to get matching Wawa tattoos as a gap?" <laughs> All right, so I am. So Bernard, Bernard Morris Liddell. Let's hear from Bernard Morris Liddell. Greetings today, friends and colleagues. I I have fond memories here in Norwich, as it here in the mists of the North Sea, where I made a decision that would impact my life. The day I decided I wanted to become not just an accountant, but an auditor. It's always special when I return to this wonderful city. Today, I stand before you as a conservative to tell you that our party and our vision and a vote for hopeful MP Chloe Smith will benefit both our industry and this great area. As you know, financial services in a majority industry here in Norwich uh, and employs just under 4% of the local population with wealthy jobs. And at the center of the eye of this storm are you, the insurance brokers, whose foresight and wisdom helps so many Britons obtain the peace of mind that so many lack. Insurance brokers of Norwich North, I state to you that if given a majority, the Conservative Party will, be, will work to enact the policies of 2009 British Insurance Brokers Association Manifesto. <laughs> We will make flood, we'll make sure flood zones are both defined and authenticated by the government to make it easier for you to determine underwriting rates. We will allow insurance companies to specifically include terrorism as coverage for those that conduct business in Northern Ireland. We will alter the value added tax rates for this industry to ensure that you remain competitive with your European community competitors. Together with a vote for Chloe Smith, we will rise. We will rise all together now. We, we will, will rise. rise. Please that don't. Might be, that might be oh my, my favorite God. What, good, good job, George. That was that, so good. A woman, agreed, a woman agreed to marry me this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with that, that, that rounds like that server, right? So a lot of these, so I'm the one that I've talked about the most has been going on since 2002. 
but most of these like last like three weeks at the most before they're like ruined by infighting and just <laughs> people being terrible human beings. Um, you may have heard that on the internet when you communicate with others, there are horrible human beings on there. Yes. So um, this one, um, I, I knew like a, I had been in other servers with a bunch of some of the previous like other servers I'd been in. And I knew some of them were like, kind of kind of ridiculous so i thought like this one i'd be like all right i'm gonna make this like a little bit like i'm gonna make this one um, i'm gonna go like a little more ridiculous with this one than right. Right. i have two questions yes has covid played a role in any of the role playing no 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 none of it there's like a it's like an unspoken rule but like no one has had like a covid server and yet. what about the british bake-off oh yeah. Oh, I will have because you know. there's a Paul Hollywood like. So I I wrote as Maddie Bradford a press release to Paul to Paul Hollywood because in England they have things called surgeries, which is like when you meet with like your constituents and residents. And Maddie he and he had met with a constituent who was like a, a single woman of a certain age who really wanted to go out on a date with Paul Hollywood. So he wrote a press release. <laughs> Try, reaching out to Paul Hollywood on her behalf to try and make the arrangement, but he didn't respond. Paul That's Hollywood a shame. It was a crying shame, it was. What about who? What about Mary Berry or Prue Leaf? Uh, no, none None of uh, none of them. Uh, I haven't made any reference to them or not. Not you, but has any of them made any reference? No, but um, I want to like with these like kind of the, the press channels where you can kind of leak information, I kind of like in some of them made suggestions like since like let's like make like if it's a takes place during like our time like let's have like a podcast you know like a podcast show instead of just like print interview and one of the podcast names I came up with was the Great British Debate Off. <laughs> I just like the fact that if they you are bringing idiot. up if they are bringing up <laughs> Mr. Hollywood that yeah. means that also in this universe is Noel Felding in Parliament yeah. which means MP Noel Felding would be like what's with all the Satsumas? <laughs> oh, oh, my favorite my favorite podcast name I came up with as a suggestion was um conversation now dot 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 today. <laughs> <laughs> it's from BBC journalists who know what the pulse of it the pulse of the United Kingdom is about. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so with this one, um, with this server, the um, um, I was a conservative and the person leading conservative party was just like, he was like the textbook person of like, like un did not have any, any indication or ability at all to differentiate himself from playing a character. And is just like, also just like a jerk, just like a terrible, just like a, like, says horrible things and, and it's just just an awful awful seems like an awful person so i had dealt with him before so obviously i wanted to mess with him a little bit and in this um in the um in this one since it was like election for this bylaw i decided to make some flyers and i am of course terrible with um i have like no graphic design skills at all so i'm trying to Wait, while Greg is pulling that up, Greg, not that you would have any um, idea of a reference because you make fun of me for being very into it, but is there any Game of Thrones references? Um, I haven't seen any, any Game Harry of Thrones references. I haven't seen any. So I have um, a question. In, yeah. in these situations, they do know, uh, obviously they were living in the present, 
So do they like drop hints? Like, is there a January 2000 server where they're like, all right, we will reconvene in March. We should be clear in March to talk about this, right? Like, is there any just like hints dropping of like them kind of knowing what the future is? Um, you, you, I have seen it, but it depends though on like the, the, the attention of like the, of the moderators with that, Okay. because with some of them, um, sometimes if the moderator thinks you're like tipping off the future too much, like they'll, like it's like, they'll void it. Like, it's like, that's not canon. Uh, oh, they'll just shut it yeah, out. Yeah. 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 And you just have to like, forget it happened. Um, but sometimes like, if like this, I'm not trying to be like messed up or rude. But wasn't there like the train bombing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that mentioned? Um, that specifically no, but in a lot of the servers, like, you know, like they, they have these events that you have to respond to. And like right now in the one game, it's Russia's eyeing up like invading Latvia. Right. So it's like, what do you do? But it, in most of the UK servers, the event is usually a uh, IRA attack. Some okay. kind of IRA. Like that's like a trope. Yeah, that got brought up in what I was reading. Yeah. They said like, oh, you will list your yeah. insurance rates as terrorism is yeah. now. So that was actually from the 2009 British insurance brokers <laughs> manifesto. <laughs> like I downloaded that PDF. I'm like, oh my, I cannot find like. That's have insane. you ever heard of a band? And this is related, I promise. Uh, of uh, it's it's a one person, but they play as the band Beans on Toast. Anyone heard I'm of unaware. Them? Great. Uh, I it, am not familiar. It's one dude, he plays like four chords and just changes the song around. But he has a song called Harry's in a Helicopter. And it's about how like the princes of England are all in the military. Uh, but the second verse is, well, Harry's at a birthday party dressed up as a Nazi. And I wonder, is that brought up at all? Like, I know it's like personal stuff. So it wouldn't be about like the actual politics of it. But do they ever have to handle like PR cases for the royal family, I guess? Uh, is that more of like an American dialogue thing where like we have to talk about, you know, what some celebrity said? I hasn't like- Yeah, has any of them mentioned the Oprah, Meghan Markle, Harry interview? <laughs> I mean, I'll ask Grant right now. I'll see if he, he's available. Grant, it's like three okay. o'clock in the morning. He's on, he's like a night, he's like up oh all night. God. Like, I think he's still up. <laughs> I, I hope my hope, deepest hope is that Grant has a wife Named like Galana. <laughs> they're, they're the Northern Janet, Irish version. Janet, did you watch the Meghan Markle Harry interview? I watched like the like the after, you know what I mean? Like the after yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Like what did you think of it? Or what did your friends well, in England think of it? I don't, I mean, I think like my friends in England are pretty like, like they're not really like royalists at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're pretty like, it doesn't like the racism stuff does wouldn't shock them at all. Um, I just feel like, you know, like the whole idea of the Royal family is that like, okay, my blood is superior to your blood, right? Like right. that's the whole basis. The whole thing is like, my blood is superior to your blood. So like, a part of me is like very, you know, sympathetic toward them. And like, that's awful that you've had to deal with that. But I'm also like, oh, isn't that the whole basis of the whole institution? Like, why did you, I don't know, like you were fine, like taking their money for a big lavish wedding, but like that's right, the whole- right, right. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, so I just heard back from Grant. Okay. okay. 
Grant um, is like the British Greg. I, I think there has been, I, I think I think in the past there has been. Some rounds have diverged from history to see scandal with Prince Charles or Prin- Prince Philip being involved in Princess Diana's death. There you go. Oh, Ooh. Wait, spicy. Wow. In some, in, some time, in some rounds that they've played, Mm-hmm. Um, they've done. They've um, met. They've done it that Prince Charles or Prince Philip was the cause of Princess Diana's Whoa. death. Right. Uh-huh. So, so um, do you guys <gasps> want to see? Oh, I, um, my flyer. One of my flyers. Yes, I would love to see it. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely do. You have a pro Prince Charles flyer, Greg? No, I don't have a <laughs> Prince Charles flyer. If you have a pro Prince Charles flyer, though, I would like it printed and sent to me so I could frame it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll keep that. You know who is pro Prince? Like, like no one else you will ever meet in your life. The biggest pro Prince Charles, like Prince Charles fan, president of the fan club, is my mom. My oh, mom what? also a big fan. That's so funny. Like, and it, but and it's like she. Th- I don't know if your if your mom feels this way about like she views like the Charles and Camilla thing. My mom thinks is like the greatest love story ever told. Ah. Like she loves him. Like she'll defend him to the. It's just it's really because I've never heard that from anyone. Yeah, it's always you know oh, what he had did to mom. Diana to like push yeah, her away exactly. for so long. You know, I don't know if my mom's like so like oh Camilla. I think she's just like. She's a divorced woman. She gets it. Like mm. <laughs> she's yeah. more. She's more Camilla. I think that's what the thing is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh funny. man. So yeah, let's oh, see this fire. Let, let's see the fire. We have yeah. to end this episode at some point. So let's see the fire, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do the uh, the last. Uh, so this this fire. Um. So it's like it's you know I'm like all right. Well, it's from Bernard uh, Morris Liddell, whatever his name is, and he's like a. a an accountant, right? He would have no design skills, right? <laughs> and like, I had no design skills either. And I'm like, he would make like a terrible flyer. He would make a terrible flyer, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what I made. Um, like down to the font, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's not in England. That's like in King of Prussia. Oh, no, no. This is a real, this is the Broadlands Business Park no, in Norwich, in Norwich, UK. And I looked it up and downloaded like that version of it. So the flyer, <laughs> the flyer, the text is over uh, a, a horrible looking office park. Simplifying the UK's commercial real estate property tax structure by allowing appreciation deductions, reducing tax rates for corporate profits on rental income, ensuring that capital pension purchases made by pension or other retirement schemes remain without a tax penalty, and streamlining rules for variable acquisition vehicles in order to allow places like the beautiful Broadlands Business Park to thrive and bring Norwich to the private sector innovation economy jobs that will define the 21st century. Uh, I like I like wow. every part of that flyer. A, I love how like he picked a font that was like fun but not too fun. Like <laughs> he picks that font. He gets the picture, writes it just doesn't do any like gradient in the background. It's just I'll put it in the sky so this way it's yeah. a blue backdrop. And then didn't make the logo transparent in the corner, so he just put a big boom block <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so and part of me as somebody who makes flyers for things wants to just straight up rip off that style cuz <laughs> 
It is so bad, but I feel like if I wrote a paragraph that was a list of the names and why you should see these people on a show, it would be more effective. One of my favorite band flyers that I ever made, I just took out a piece of loose leaf paper, wrote all the set times on it and said like, hey, we're playing a show at this time at this venue and then took a picture of it and uploaded it. And it was just like, I am too tired to do any design today. This is the information you need. (laughs) All right. So, so Greg. We, we, have, oh, we have one I, I more. I got kicked out of that server because of that flyer and another one I made. I have one more. Really? Yeah, because um, um, the guy who um, um, the guy who was running the, the party didn't um, like he is just humorless and super competitive about it. And Norwich is home to like one of the some famous mustard in England. So I was like doing a thing where he, uh, there was like a tour of the mustard factory and he hated all of that. And, um, and then he was just like being a jerk. Like, like he just like couldn't separate it and didn't realize like, Hey, I'm doing this bore of a character. This is the stuff I want him to talk can about. I, can I so they just kicked me out. They just kicked me off the game. <laughs> can, can I make one more revelation? Absolutely. Sure. So I read all of the game of throne books. I didn't watch the TV show because like I'm a librarian and like the TV show just confused me and like, made me anxious okay and right now like like literally right now i'm reading wait where is it the this book is amazing and i love it and it's like a thousand pages and it's about like the very early 1800s um england there it is (laughs) and greg has called all of this my elf porn so i would just (laughs) like to expose him for that for going on a fucking English, start pardon my language, an English Parliament role-playing game. So, so Alana, if, if you could, for the listener, could you just say the name of the book? It's Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell, and um, it's awesome. And if you like Game of Thrones, you might like it. It's the longest book I've read since Game of Thrones, and it's been years since I read that, but I love it. And um. Greg calls all of that my elf porn. So I'm just going to throw that out to you, dear listeners. (laughs) That unless I guess it's in 2020 and we're pretending that we're in parliament, it's cool. But God forbid you read about like the Middle Ages. As a huge, as a huge Tolkien fan, I'm so disturbed that you even put those words together. That is, I know, I know. It's so uncomfortable. It's gross. A lot. I'm pretending to affect positive change throughout the change. (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 Greg, why don't we uh, wrap this up with the uh, last thing you sent us script wise here? Yeah. I, I think it puts a perfect button on everything we've talked about so far. Yeah, so whoever who wants to uh, do the end, who wants to do the, the final thing? I, I think George, you can take uh, uh, MP Keir Starmar. Okay, who's a real? He's a real MP. Like he runs labor right now. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's like in charge of labor. Oh yeah, didn't he? Didn't he take over after Corbin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He's like a total drip. So just that somebody would want to role play as this guy is like beyond me. <laughs> is he? A, right. um, what's that guy's name? Oh my God, who's the guy who, who, um, the turkey burger, who had the weights? Oh, Paul Ryan. Yes, yeah, the British. Oh, the turkey bird. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah, like he's just like lame. He's just like this like anonymous like super stupid lame guy. Okay. So this was from the very first 
one I, I played in that I, like, I began talking about. Um, so th this is you as you. This is me as me because I, I got into a fight with some oh. one of the other people in this who was just being like, <laughs> I love that Alana's learning about this as oh, everybody else. Really, really, really <laughs> ridiculous. Did any of this either cause or happen after your gallbladder attack? Oh, no, I was doing this while in the hospital. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Uh, Alana, oh, my God. I can tell I you. so much of this. Yeah, I can tell you for sure, based on when he told me about this for the first time, that this is going on longer than I'm that. I'm so glad this all oh. had to do with your gallbladder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. It's a very English ailment, isn't it? All right. So this is this is me right here. I have really not enjoyed role playing with you. You've managed to make it impossible for your character to lose. You make calculations that balance budgets using completely nonsensical numbers that don't consider the value of currencies or inflationary trends. It's impossible to make any criticism of your proposal since you immediately have some likely made up parliamentary procedural ploy to make sure it's passed. And you're incredibly rude to me when I introduced my bill to reduce taxes for independent retailers and designated high street business areas. As I told you, I'm an American and I'm not nuanced about UK retail tax laws. <laughs> it would have been really helpful if you could have worked out, worked with me out of character to develop legislation that would work as opposed to dismissing me outright. You are such an American. That is not fair and I might quit the game because of how you treat me. Move that down. I'm 15, mate. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, like I now I know like who's in the servers and like how to like be like all right, weed it out that like the what like like it's like all right, like the youngest are college age and like then you can tell like other people are older. But the first one I'm in, like the first two I was in, I'm like, whoa, like this is filled with like teenagers. <laughs> Dude. I feel what like fighting with this entire episode was just building to that punchline like that. Oh, 15, like, mate. <laughs> dude, like sounds like you're bothered, it's, it's, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's so crazy because it's just like a kid going like, I do care about all this stuff, but I need you to know. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of like, you know, like the Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Is yeah. That's yeah. how I feel about that. All right. So we we do need to wrap up. We need to get out of here. Uh, thank you guys for, for all joining guys, us. This was, Janet, Alana, Greg. This was the definition for, for of intriguing. In. I have been. I hope you guys liked this one. I this, hope this was one, so fun. I know it's not your usual format of the show or anything. I mean, if, if there's any any fans out there listening who are upset that we didn't ask you why you feel intrigued by something this week, it's because I knew this was coming. <laughs> I will take you out for fish and chips. I would love if that. If anyone feels upset. <laughs> yeah, we, we can all, <laughs> on, on Alana's dime, we can all yeah, get yeah, fish yeah. and chips. <laughs> Um, right. Thanks for having me. This was lots of fun. Yeah, Josh, Absolutely. thank you. It was lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet <laughs> yeah. you. And congratulations. And thank you very much. Feel Feelings is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Feel Feelings Pod, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening.
This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records. Or it's such a professional show. <laughs>